Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hello hello healthy friends welcome back to another episode of the healthy life with me coach ashley and the lovely coach monica hello everyone so last week we had um a special episode a live episode that we did from the healthy facebook page and you were the awesome person who took that over for me Uh, it's something that i've never done before here i am stepping into this new territory opening my eyes to new things, but I thought it was a really cool experience. Um, For anybody who wasn't able to catch it, you can listen to it right now on Spotify, or you can even go back and rewatch it on Healthy Facebook page as well, right? Yeah, you can watch it. It'll live on the Healthy Facebook page for forever and ever. So you can see our faces while we do the podcast for the first time, or you can just listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, the the special uncut version, as we like to say. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I know, it was so much fun. Um, I think that what I enjoyed the most about that episode is that we were able to interact in real time and give some advice and answer some questions that we normally don't get to do. It's usually just the two of us recording and and sharing our own knowledge, but it was great to have the audience kind of ask questions to build upon the topic. And I'm really excited to do it again. Same. That's what I was going to say. I can see more in the future. I hope it's something that we can continue to set up. Um, as we know, life can get crazy. And I've talked about before, my daughter is very much into softball. And believe it or not, that starts like mid-February. So that makes my schedule absolutely crazy. But no matter what, I definitely plan to make that uh, something that we can do on a somewhat regular, hopefully, basis, um, even if it's maybe just once a month. But yeah, it brought in this whole new aspect of being able to communicate with others and answer questions real time, which I really enjoy doing. We need to have like a, a live Q&A as well. Ooh, I love that. Maybe we'll take over the Instagram and do a live Q&A. I just think it's really fun. It adds a different element. And we were able to see who actually listens to the podcast and the feedback that we received from the community both that night and um, afterwards has just been amazing. Everyone's saying, do it again. This has been my favorite episode. So if you (laughs) did not watch it live, if you have not listened to it, go listen to it because it is probably my favorite episode to date. Absolutely. Self-sabotage is what we talked about in case anybody didn't catch it. And uh, yeah, I people might not know it, but the feedback for me at least helps tremendously. I want to hear from everybody. I want to hear 
what you think of these topics. I want to hear what you're interested in hearing about in the future. That only not only helps us, but helps you guys as well because then you get to turn around and hear, you know, what you want to hear about. Absolutely. Yes. Keep giving some ideas. The uh, self-sabotage topic actually came out of a healthy member meeting. I did a poll in one of my meetings and asked, what are you struggling with? What would you like to hear from a podcast episode? And we received an awesome list of topics that we will be sure to integrate into the new year. Mm -hmm. But um, that doesn't stop anyone from submitting something to us. You can always find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook or just message the healthy Facebook or Instagram page and, and they will get it over to us. But we really want to hear what do you need as a sense of motivation to get you through this new year season? Because it's not new year, new me. It's new mm -hmm. year, same me, new goals. And we want to have some new, fresh podcast episodes based off of the topics that you submit. Absolutely. Well, I'm always looking for new content. I don't know how much everybody knows about what I do with, the, uh, with Healthy and whatnot, but coming up with new content can be very tough to find things that have not been talked about over and over and over. So to hear specific things that you all are interested in really helps drive us and you guys as well. And um, you mentioned new year and goal setting. That's actually exactly what I want to talk about today. We are just right around the corner from new year. And with the new year, obviously can mean new goals and resolutions. So I thought this was a really good time to talk about how we can actually turn those goals into a reality. We always hear, like you said, new year, new me. But as the lovely and wise Monica just said, <laughs> think of it as new year, same me but just with new and better goals and habits. Um, and what we want to do is we want to turn those goals into reality. And that involves translating ambitious dreams into actual practical, achievable action plans. So I've said it before, we have these goals in mind. We know what we want to do, but how specifically are we going to get there? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, I love goals. Um, I'm I'm a nerd when it comes to reading. I'm a nerd when mm -hmm. it comes to setting goals. I think it is so important to have some type of roadmap. And we talked about that in a, in a previous episode. But um, one of the things that I see both being a coach in the community and someone who's been on my wellness journey for forever is that we get to the new year and we start to say, oh, I'm creating all of these New Year's resolutions. And we write them down in a notebook. We're so excited to get started. Maybe some of you even get post-it notes and put them on your wall. And by February, that notebook is on your shelf. The gems are empty again. The resolutions have fallen to the wayside. And we are back into the same routine of no longer building healthy habits. And so hopefully by the end of this episode and all of the episodes that we've done this year, you will know that at the end of the day, what is important is building healthy habits. And those goals that you create for the new year should align with the healthy habits that you hope to continue to maintain and achieve. Absolutely. You are right. It really does kind of just boil down to those habits. Everything that you do from here on forward in your journey is going to be based on the habits that you are forming. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, number one, I want to talk about how to transform those aspirations into actual actionable plans. I, I say that word a lot, but 
again, I can't stress the importance of, okay, we know what we want to do. We have these goals in mind. We have these dreams in place, but we are, we now have to put that into action. We have to form these this plan to make that happen. And I think the first thing that you can do is break down those big dreams, those big goals and aspirations into smaller portions. I just, I can't acknowledge enough here the importance of dissecting those larger ones mm-hmm. into smaller manageable steps that make your overall goal even more achievable. Yeah. And I know that this saying is so cliche, but I use this a lot. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And Mm -hmm. it is okay to admire this big, beautiful creature, this elephant, but you cannot take it all in at once. You have to do it one bite at a time, one, um, you know, leg at a time, whatever you Mm -hmm. want. And so when it comes to your goals and your aspirations, yes, be a dreamer. That is so important. Dream big, know that you can do anything that you set your mind to, but you have to eat it one bite at a time. You have to create some small manageable chunks. You have to start by saying, okay, I've my, I aspire to be here for my kids and my grandkids for the long haul. But in order to do that, I need to start eating healthier today, which therefore means I need to stop going through the drive through seven days a week and cut my fast food to three days a week, work on creating some fun takeout, fakeout recipes at home, um, eating healthier whole foods, and incorporating some movement into my body. So now you've taken something that's so big of, I want to be around for my friends and my family and my grandkids. And you've baby stepped that all the way back to the action steps that you actually have to start doing in order to reach the end result. Yeah. And that's a perfect example example of having those action steps. And I like how you said that, you know, if you're going to the drive through seven days a week, take it down to three days a week. That shows that, no, you don't have to think about cutting out everything that you love completely. I mean, that's not going to be manageable or realistic either. But cut down what you're doing, you know? And like you said, find those awesome fake out recipes. One of my most favorite fake out recipes is the KFC bowl. I love the good mashed potato and chicken. And the way I do that, I'll give a little example here, how we turn these goals into real actionable plans. Okay, I want some KFC, but I know that is not bite friendly. I know that is not calorie friendly going through the drive-thru. So I will take some either instant mashed potatoes or real mashed potatoes, and I will mix that in with actually some rice cauliflower or mashed cauliflower. So that way, you know, I'm cutting down a lot on calories, but I still get some flavor of the the potatoes. Um, Anybody who's tried the blackened chicken strips, the Tyson blackened chicken strips. So good. Love those. I love them so much. I'll use those, still use my corn. Those packets of gravy really are not that many calories, um, especially Mm -hmm. if you use an amount, like a a good portion. And you know, it's it's just that simple. you take what you love and you turn it into this plan, this real thing that you're actually able to do to help you reach those goals. And I also love my KFC bowls. I have done it with the black and tenders, but I also use the real good foods, um, chicken nuggets, yeah. because mm-hmm. they're lower carb. Um, I believe, don't get me wrong, but I believe they're like breaded in like cauliflower flour or something like that. It's something that makes it a little bit more low carb. Um, And they're high in protein. It's like Mm -hmm. 23 grams of protein for like three or four ounces, which is amazing. I still do my mashed potatoes like you. I still do my corn. And then usually I'll sneak in another veg with it. So I'll maybe do like peas or I'll add broccoli or something to it just to bulk it up. But I love the idea of adding in a little bit of the rice cauliflower or the cauliflower mash 
to really make it um, filling. You still get the potato taste. So as y'all can see, you can do so many things. I love pizza. I never thought I would be a pizza lover. I know that you love pizza. Love um, my pizza. <laughs> love it. And when I started on my weight loss journey, uh, the two ingredient dough was all all the craze. Everybody loved oh, yes. it. Uh, equal parts Greek yogurt, equal parts flour. Absolutely loved it. You can make bagels. You can make all the things with it. Um, but I recently went back to making the dough and I realized that um, she updated her recipe, the Busy Skinny Kitchen Pizza Dough, if y'all have not heard of it. She updated mm-hmm her recipe to include the blended cottage cheese craze. And so she has a blended cottage cheese version, which I don't, if y'all have been around long enough, y'all know, I don't like cottage cheese, but blended, (laughs) I can do it. And so you just like blend cottage cheese with, uh, you still do the flour, but you add in some active dry yeast and a little bit of water. And I use that dough now for my pizza dough. And when I tell y'all that my family is like, why am I getting so full off of one slice of pizza? (laughs) It's the hidden protein in there because you have the cottage cheese. So yeah. And not to mention, yeah, and not to mention the extra flavor. Cottage cheese already has so much more flavor than the Greek yogurt, which Mm -hmm. Greek yogurt is a great source of protein too. But yeah, I can totally see how that can add so much more to it. So that, that's still a wonderful example of how, okay, we know we want to eat healthier. We know we want to do better. We know we want to cut out, uh, not cut out, but we want to drastically cut back on going mm-hmm. out to eat to help with the calories and the bites. So these are wonderful ways and ideas that you can do that at home in a fairly easy way. I mean, the internet can sometimes, I say sometimes, <laughs> be your best friend. Uh-huh. Sometimes it can be your worst enemy. But when it comes to, again, for most things, knowledge and, and recipes, and of course we have the Healthy app too, it can be a tremendous help in helping you find these easier ways to stick to your plans. Yes. And it's not just things like recipes. I mean, this is just one example in setting those smaller obtainable goals. Yeah, if you want to be able to eat a little bit healthier while still enjoying the foods that you love, use some of those swaps that we just talked about. Um, But if your goal is also to get in more movement and you're trying to figure out how do I baby step that? I'm not in a financial position to go to the gym. I cannot afford a gym membership. I don't live in an apartment with a gym. All of these things. Again, the internet sometimes being your your best friend. Um, The walking pads have become so popular. And Mm -hmm. I know that items like that can be expensive. But when you think about investing in your health, and for me, I'm thinking about getting a walking pad. I've been thinking about it for a long time. I just need to bite the bullet and do it. But if it's in my home, I am more likely going to work out. I'm going to get up. I'm going to put on my tennis shoes and I'm going to go walk on my walking pad. Or I'm going to do it while I'm working. Or if I have to squeeze going to the gym into my day and I'm already busy from the time that I open my eyes to the time that I close it, it is much easier for me to reach my goals with the walking pad at home. And if you calculate how much you're spending on a gym membership, depending on where you live, I know everybody's different, your walking pad will probably pay for itself within two months, maybe even three months. And so we have to start thinking about those things because we think about our weight loss and wellness journey as being so expensive. And we don't even start to create these goals, right? So we have these big picture goals, but then we talk ourselves out of it because we think that things are so expensive. But if you sit down and put pen to paper and you think about what you want to achieve, it's really not that. You just have to figure out where can you cut in other areas. If you eliminate seven days a week fast food, you could probably 
put a little bit of money every week towards your walking oh, yeah. pad or towards some um, dumbbells that you can use at home. Absolutely. There's always a way. Like you said, especially cutting back on going out to eat can most definitely save you so much money um, if you're interested in buying some home equipment. And I know especially places, and I think we've mentioned this before, places like if you have a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls or anything like that, they are they almost always, at least in my area, have um, home gym workout equipment. Mm-hmm. So dumbbells, the um, elastic bands, all kinds of stuff. The yoga mats. Um, I can't even remember everything else I've seen. Obviously, lots <laughs> of water bottles and stuff. But Tons of water be, bottles. Yes. <laughs> and it's not going to be nearly as expensive as uh, maybe some of the other places. So there's definitely no excuses for things like that either. There's always, um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. You can definitely make it happen. Yes. And before we get any further in this episode, I really just want to drop this truth bomb that probably makes some people upset. Maybe not, but (laughs) I'm the tough love coach, so I'll do it anyways. When it comes to setting our goals and when it comes to actually working towards achieving them, most of us are way too attached to our excuses to even start to think about the solutions. When we started this episode and started talking about goals, I already know that some people, if you made it this far, I'm proud of you, but some people already paused next episode, (laughs) not doing it, not talking about goals. Um, But the real part of this is that you have to have some self-love. You have to think about your self-worth. You have to be willing to do the work and put the excuses aside. And you are the only person that has been holding you back. So the core of the truth bomb here is that the reason why you have not reached your goals at this point is because your excuses have been way louder than your solutions. And in 2024, we're not doing that anymore. And this episode will actually air before 2024. It'll start at the end of 2023. So for the rest of 2023, whether it's the last two days, three days, or one day, or the last hour, do not let your excuses be bigger than your solutions any longer. Absolutely. That, that's wonderf- wonderfully said because um, I know I've most definitely been subject to letting myself get in the way of myself, letting those excuses be bigger. And it's not fun. I mean, we, we have, again, we have these dreams, we have these goals. So do not stand in your own way of getting them done, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Move out of your own way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Move out of your own way, guys. <laughs> so what about actual, like I'm going to talk about actual tips for this effective goal setting. Like how are we going to get it done? I think the first thing you can do is set very clear objectives. This might be the time where we need to treat ourselves kind of as children. Lay it all out. Mm-hmm. Lay it all out in front of us. Spell it out, you know, letter for letter. <laughs> Define them very Clearly, I can't emphasize enough the need for these like well-defined goals because once you have these well-defined goals, it's going to ensure that you have a really good, clear roadmap that guides you toward the desired outcome. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it comes to setting some of these guidelines or topics, we've talked about this before, but think think about a few key areas that you want to focus on for this next year. So mm-hmm. um, some that pop into my mind, fitness. What type mm-hmm. of goals or, or actionable steps can you do um, that go with your health and wellness journey that align with fitness? Um, weight loss, of course, we want to lose weight. What does that look like? Um, your food, Put these things into their own categories. Don't lump everything into losing weight. And so under that, you do fitness and and food and all of those things. 
they should be their own separate category because you are going to have to heal your relationship with each category. Your relationship with food, your relationship with fitness, your relationship with, um, you know, what weight loss, whatever the case may be, set some different categories for yourself. And I love that you said, treat yourself like you're a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think about whenever, or even... <laughs> I'm sorry to the men out there, um, to the women, treat treat this like you are leaving a honeydew list for your spouse. What yes. is everything that you want to accomplish and spell it out? Don't, yes. if you're sending your husband to the grocery store and you have to usually put pictures and then words and the aisle with it, that's what you need to do for yourself when it comes yes. to goals. Be, I, I love it. Be as specific as absolutely possible. It's it's funny you mentioned that because I sent my husband out earlier with a honeydew list to to Lowe's. I had to send him screenshots and pictures and you know the whole the whole text. Uh-huh. Do that for yourself. As willing as we are to help other people to help them get exactly what they want, do that for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. be that person for yourself. When we talk about these actionable steps, and you mentioned. Um, for exercise or for fitness. I have a good example. So, okay, you want to start working out more. That's one of your goals this year. Okay, great. So the first step is, you know, to turn that into action. The first step may be to get what you need. Like we talked about running to the store and maybe getting some dumbbells or something or getting, invest in that walking pad or treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, get that membership if that's what you're wanting to do. You know, whatever it is, there's your first step. And then you also need to research. You know, we're talking about these goals. We want to work out more. So the next thing we need to figure out is we need to research what workouts align with our personal goals. Mm -hmm. Depending on what you're wanting out of this new fitness routine is going to depend on what you're going to be doing. So if you want to lose fat, that means you need to build some muscle. Let's get some weights. Let's do some um, more weighted workouts and stuff. You want to trim down, all right? We might have to walk more. Get that walking pad. Go walking outside more. Get as many steps in as humanly possible that you can fit in your day, you know? Um, it's just going to depend on what you're wanting out of this on what you're going to be doing to get it. But that's the most important thing is getting those actual um, actionable steps down. Yes. And I think, and you mentioned this earlier, one of the things that hinder us from living in this social media world is that we see other people losing weight in certain ways. And so uh, we see the people posting their grocery hauls. So we think that we need to run out to the store and buy exactly what they purchased. Or we see people doing a workout routine that works for them, or so we think, because Instagram and TikTok are a highlight reel. And so we see workouts that work for them. And so we're saving those to our phone. And when we go to the gym, we we try to recreate that same workout. We see recipes that work for other people, but then we try it at home and we spent all this money on these ingredients that just don't sit right in our stomach. And so that's where that lifelong learner uh, mentality comes in. And that's where you have to think about, take it all the way back to school. Mm-hmm. everybody learns in a different way. Some people are visual learners. So that's why the teacher was always drawing things and giving visuals on the chalkboard. Oh, I just dated myself by saying the chalkboard. I think these <laughs> days it's like the uh, it's like the smart boards with the touch and the, and the remotes and all that stuff. I see remotes, really dating myself here, y'all. But yeah, um, same. <laughs> it's okay. I miss the old school chalkboards, with all the squeaking. Yeah. But, you know, 
you really have to figure out what type of learner are you are. Are you a visual learner? Do you like the the audio type learning? Are, if you can just sit and again, listen to something like this podcast and say, oh, I know what I need to do. Let me take notes. Are you someone who has to write it out a few times until you get it? Everyone learns differently. Everyone is going to lose weight differently. And so while yes, it is perfectly fine to take inspiration from the lovely people that we see on social media, from the people that we see within this healthy community, from the coaches and other members, all of that is fantastic. But at the end of the day, you need to figure out how does goal setting work for you? If you are someone that you don't need all the nitty gritty details, that you can have a few high level bullets and then and then some subtext there and that's all you need, cool, do that for you. But if you are someone who really needs to write down a plan, that your goal is I am going to eat more at home. And in order to do that, I am going to try out three new recipes a week. I am going to get my three recipes a week from the healthy blog. Particularly, I want them to be vegetarian recipes two times a week. And one time a week, I'm going to be focusing on lean proteins. If you need to write everything out and do a full month or a full week's meal plan or a full month or full week's workout plan, do that for you. Just because something works for someone else does not mean that it works for you. And I think when it comes to goal setting, and these planning and creating actionable steps, you also need to be thinking about creating a routine that is sustainable mm-hmm. because the the new year is just starting. You're going to need to do this for all of 24, 2024 and the rest of your weight loss and wellness journey. So create actionable habits that are sustainable. Absolutely. And everything you just said was the perfect example of how to take those goals, everything that you're wanting and turning them into the plan that is going to get it done. I love it so much. It's perfect. And when we talk about, you know, turning these into turning these goals into plans and getting the things done, I know some people listening are like, but how do you get the motivation to do all this? You know, I we all might have this this burst of energy because it's new year. Okay, it's new year. I'm I'm ready to get these goals done. But again, by end of January, maybe February or so, you might be getting that burnout. And what we need is more motivation or we need just the fact of staying motivated, which I know can be hard. Um, We know motivation is so important in this journey. Without it, we're probably not going to keep going. Uh, I myself have fallen prey to not having motivation. It it happens to absolutely everybody. Mm -hmm. And we did have a past episode on motivation, actually. And the gist of that episode is that we can't just go looking for motivation. Um, It's not just going to magically appear in front of us. Uh, We can't sit there waiting, hoping that it will come. But motivation comes from doing, doing all the things. And once you start doing all the things, you start gaining that motivation, probably because you're seeing results or you're just feeling better by doing the good, healthy things. And that's where that motivation kicks in. And once you're doing the things and that motivation kicks in, then you'll keep doing the good things and you'll keep getting those better habits, maybe those good routines. And that's how that motivation forms. Yes. And I want everyone listening to get these words into your brain and into your vocabulary for 2024, healthy habits. Because Mm -hmm. yes, like you just said, you're not always going to be motivated. But if you back on the healthy habits that you've built and you've looked back on the consistency that you've established and the routine that you've established, routine, get it into your vocabulary. Um, That's when you're going to be able to keep moving forward. I will be 100% honest with y'all. 
98.9% of the time, I am not motivated at all. It, it, I am motivated maybe one, two percent of the time outside of like the burst of New Year or outside of the burst burst of, oh my goodness, I have a life event coming up that I want to be, you know, in great shape and great spirits for. But the other time throughout the year, I'm busy. I'm constantly going. I'm doing a million things. And so I am not always motivated. And because I have built these healthy habits and because I continue to look back on all the things that I've done, all the things that I've accomplished, all of the failures that have become lessons Mm -hmm. that lead to success, then when I am not motivated, which again is 98% of the time, (laughs) I remember that I am consistent and that I have built these healthy habits that are going to sustain me for the long haul. Again, People fall short because they think that motivation is the key to getting a lot of these things done. And it's not. And when you have that realistic conversation with yourself that, hey, you're not going to be motivated. But again, your solutions need to become bigger than your excuses. And so you need to start being consistent. Even if it's one day, one hour, one week, that turns into one month, one year, you need to start being consistent and building healthy habits because that is what's then going to create a little bit of a spark of motivation because you see all of the trial and error and all of the victories that you've had along the way. You know, I never thought about it that way, but I I do think that you're right. The consistency there is what kind of keeps you going, knowing knowing, going back to old episodes, knowing that there are going to be setbacks, knowing that there are going to be hard days and lack of motivation and a lot of that, knowing that if you just stay consistent and and keep doing it, that that's going to propel you forward and keep going through with, with your plans and those actionable plans, I should say. And I also want to stress the importance since we're talking about consistency, I want to stress the importance of consistently tracking, tracking progress, tracking your food, tracking activity, if you like to do that. Mm. I mean, tracking is going to be so absolutely important in in seeing all of this unfold in front of you. And if that doesn't give you a little bit of burst of motivation, at least, you know, I don't know what will. (laughs) Tracking Mm -hmm. is just so, it's so important. And then also knowing when to adjust your goals as needed. I think those two go hand in hand. As you're tracking and you're seeing these things unfold and you're seeing what you had this day and what you had that day, and what might have worked better on this day, but not that day. And looking at that and being able to say, you know what, I think I need to adjust here because I realize that's just not going to work for me. So let's adjust and turn this around. Because no one's saying just because you've made a goal means that you (laughs) absolutely have to stick with it if it wasn't realistic and best set for you in the first place. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you set a goal for yourself and you realize like, oh, I just don't think I can go to do it. It's too hard and then give up. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is maybe you set the incorrect goal for yourself or maybe you just realize the way that you want to get there needs to change. That's what I mean when I say that goal adjusting. Yes. And I love what you, as you were saying that, I started thinking about something that when it comes to weight loss and wellness, all you were doing is testing a hypothesis. Yeah. Science. That's what you're, that's what you're, well, Middle school science class. See, I knew when I was sitting in class and they're like, you're going to use this later in life. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do anything with science. Here we go. If my science teacher out there is listening, thank you because now I understand my hypothesis. But when you just talked about goal adjusting, so whenever you're setting your goals, you are basically creating a hypothesis. I can lose 50 pounds in the next year. If I'm, you know, eating healthy, if I'm moving my body 30 minutes a day, 
seven days a week if I'm doing X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And when you have to go in and adjust your goals, and it's not because you failed, it's just that your hypothesis did not work out exactly how you wanted it to be. So you're having to adjust. And tracking is almost like your constant because you need that you need that one constant variable that's not changing. It's just something that you're looking at. And when you're tracking, that is your data. That is your baseline because you can see on the days that you're eating more sodium and you're moving your body less, that maybe that line is going up, which indicates the scale, whatever it looks like for you. But on the days when you were staying the course and you're making healthier decisions and you're moving your body and you're drinking your water, then that line is going down. And there are some days where that line is going to flatline and you are going to be stagnant. And that is okay because everyone at some point in their weight loss and wellness journey hits a stall. But when I now think about this as one big science experiment... (laughs) Testing a hypothesis, I am no longer going to be hard on myself because my body is doing what it naturally does. And it is trying to figure out what works best for me, given all of the variables, all of the things that I'm throwing at it, throwing in stress. Boop. You didn't think about (laughs) stress when you created your goals. So now your hypothesis is having a little bit of a loophole. So if y'all aren't into science or if you didn't pay attention to middle school science class, I'm sorry, y'all, but I just had a full circle moment to what I learned in <laughs> and realized that when it comes to weight loss and wellness, you are testing a hypothesis over and over again. You know, I don't think you could be any more right. It's those if-then statements. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. If blah, 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 then blah, 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 blah. You know, we are testing this out for ourselves and no one says it's going to be right the first time. Maybe it does. Maybe it is right the first time for you and you just looked out you lucked out because you picked good goals and you picked the right necessary steps to get there. But maybe it didn't work out the first time. So that's when you readjust. You're like, okay, I still want this goal, but the way I'm doing it now is not working. So if the if part of that, that didn't work, then let's do this instead. Let's get around it then. Because, and I feel like this is something that we started saying a lot and um, I can't stop saying it now use it as a learning experience. Use uh-huh. it that It wasn't failure. It was a setback. And those setbacks are opportunities to learn and change it to, you know, work out best for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I learn something new every week. <laughs> yes. I love it so much. And I also want to stress another importance is recognizing that you are worthy of all of this. We talk about this self-care quite a bit. Um, I know you've liked to talk about, you know, being worthy and capable of, of being here and taking up this space and doing this for you. And recognizing that is going to be so important because if we don't have that self-love in this, we're not going to care enough about ourselves mm-hmm. to continue doing this. You have to. When I say self-care, yes, it means like taking care of yourself physically, but I also mean like caring for yourself, caring enough about yourself to know that you are worthy of this experience and that you can get through all of this. Yes. And we just talked about this uh, in a meeting the other day. And, <laughs> and you know, we, I, I asked the group, I said, who's excited for this year to be over and who's ready for 2024? And the hands just started going up. Me, me, me. And everyone started saying like, I'm ready to wash my hands of 2023. And I told them, I know that this has been a hard year for a lot of people. And maybe some of you that are out there listening, it has been a hard year for a lot of people. Yes, we are finally past a lot of the pandemic stuff, but you know, COVID is still rampant and all of those things. But outside of that, it has 
been a hard year with inflation for gas and groceries and, um, you know, just basic necessities. And on top of that, we are trying to be healthy and happy and lose weight. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had to remind the group, I said, while we are, yes, we can laugh and say, I'm washing my hands of 2023 and I'm ready for 2024. I want us to remember that the version of us in 2023 is just as worthy of the version of us that we're going to be creating in 2024. And Mm -hmm. the same with the 2022, 2021, and 2020 version of you. We have to thank and honor the previous versions of ourselves for who we are today. Because if you didn't go through everything that you went through, good, bad, or indifferent, if you didn't have the victories, if you didn't have the setbacks, if you didn't have the learning experiences, you would never be able to create goals and healthy habits that align with who you want to become because you didn't walk through anything before to get to it. And so while if there's anybody else out there that's like, I'm also wiping my hands 2023. I'm done with it. It has been a year. You can be done with it, but you need to remember and always think back on this version of yourself because when you reach your ultimate success, it is not that version of you that put in all the work. It is this one that is sad, that is depressed, that has food insecurities, that has family issues, that has you know, work problems that has low self-esteem. It is this version of you today that is fighting in the trenches for the version of you that you will be a year from now, smiling, happy, twirling, living, and loving. And so we can always be done with this version, but the self-love still needs to be there and the self-worth still needs to be there. And think about it as if you had a friend in high school or college or elementary and they were your best friend and eventually they did something to you to make you mad and you never talk to them ever again. I guarantee you that every once in a while your brain is like, I wonder what Sarah's doing. Mm -hmm. I hope she's okay. Because everything is a lesson and an experience. And so, yes, the self-love and being worthy of taking up space is so important. But also honoring the past versions of yourself is so important in this process. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I completely agree because like we kind of started out saying, it's not new year, new me. It's going to be the same you, but we're working on our inner selves and outer selves to just be better. You know, um, I, I completely wholeheartedly agree for thinking the past self, you know, mm-hmm. to get you where you are today. I, I I know for a fact I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for past me being, you know what, let's do this. And I can't thank her enough for saying we're doing it this time. Like for real, we're doing it mm-hmm. and we're not giving up, you know? And if you can, if you're not there yet, if you can just picture your future self looking back on today's self and saying, you know, thank you so much for doing that. It's unbelievable, guys. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I can't explain enough how good it feels. And you just have to be there. Like another past episode, we had it all ties in. Be there for yourself. Show up for yourself and support yourself because you are the one that is going to get you through this. Mm -hmm. 
nobody else, nobody else is going to, is going to be there and your family can love and support you and your friends can love and support you. But at the end of the day, you were having to throw that life raft out to yourself and you were going to have to save yourself and you're going to have to make the decision, which is why we said at the beginning of this episode that you are the reason why you have not reached your goals. Your excuses are the reasons why you have not reached your goals because you're afraid. And it's okay to be afraid. This is scary. Um, Going into the unknown and changing how you view yourself and changing how you view food and weight loss and wellness is scary. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people go into it alone because their family's like, you've tried this before. It didn't work out. Let me know when you reach the other side. And so it's very scary, but you're going to have to dip your toes into the water and eventually just jump in and start Mm -hmm. creating the goals, start creating the life that you really want to create. And again, it doesn't just start on January 1st. It starts now. It absolutely starts now. So just to wrap up, I want to say, remember to break down those big dreams, break them down into manageable steps and ensure that the realism of your goals happens. And when that, when that happens, you know, you're going to be empowered to take on this whole journey. Um, you just have to be sure that you're taking those initial steps. And, and also, I think we forgot to mention, don't forget to celebrate all those milestones. Mm-hmm. Any, any and everything that happens, you know, celebrate you because Getting any part of this done can be a chore. I know <laughs> it can be a chore. So, you know, celebrate that because that that is going to help propel you forward as well. Um, and it helps it helps bring in more motivation when you celebrate. You know, we talk a lot about motivation and how sometimes consistency is going to help you too. But, you know, if you're celebrating yourself, I think that's going to bring in more motivation. Just I want you guys to remember that, you know, these dreams don't have to be these big distant fantasies that we're just sitting here waiting for. You know, they don't have to be a distant fantasy. They can become actual achievable goals. And those things, those goals, they're sitting there waiting to be brought to life. You know, we've dreamt these goals. Now they're sitting there waiting for us. So what are we going to do? to bring those to life, make those actionable plans to make it happen. Let's turn those dreams into something tangible, you know, something that we can feel, something that we can do and feel for ourselves. And we can really fulfill those realities that were always meant to be a reality. Oh, so beautiful. And when it comes to celebrating your victories, it is okay to celebrate the same milestone over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, a milestone that I will celebrate until the cows come home is the fact that I no longer use a seatbelt extension uh, when I yes. fly. And I fly a lot for work. And I remember the first time that I didn't have to use a seatbelt extension and I posted it on my Instagram and I'm like, I'm burning the extender because I used to carry my own with me. And every time I fly now, it reminds me again of how far I've come. And it doesn't matter if I was just on a plane three days before. You better believe I am posting on my Instagram that I have extra room on the end of the normal seatbelt every single time because a milestone doesn't just need to be celebrated one time. If you need that reminder every single time, do it. Whatever's going to keep you going, whatever's going to keep you consistent and motivated and happy, do that. Because some of us, all we have is to celebrate that five-pound loss. Even if we've been holding on to that five-pound loss for three months, celebrate it every month because you still did it and you've still been maintaining. So find the joy in the milestones and in the victories. Absolutely. It's also very important. 
Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know I've been waiting on this episode for quite a while. Again, with the new year coming, we're always thinking about new goals and things that we can do to be better, to be wiser, to be stronger, and to be healthier. So I hope this helped you out. And if you have, you know, taking a little page from our live last week, um, if you have any other ideas that you'd like us to talk about, please reach out. Like um, Coach Monica said, reach out to us on Instagram. You can search me by doing Healthy Coach Ashley. Monica, mention yours again. Uh, Monica under underscore Alexandra underscore journey. Or if you go to the healthy page, if you can't find us, go to the healthy Instagram and find any transformation picture that has been posted of us and our Instagrams are usually tagged in the bottom if you can't remember. Absolutely. Or even to make it easier, just message healthy themselves. Just, or yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. (laughs) Just message healthy (laughs) and say, hey, I have an idea for Coach Ashley and Coach Monica. Can you please send it to them? And we know um, the awesome community manager, Jordan, will send it our way. Because I'd love to hear back from you guys. I want to hear what you're interested in. Um, But I know goal setting was something I was super interested in. Monica and I talked about before the episode started about um, some goal setting for ourselves. So it's something near and dear to us and I hope it helped you all as well. Um, I really want you all to be able to bring these goals and not just make them fantasies, but make them achievable goals and bring them to life. That's mm-hmm. that's what we want for you all. Absolutely. And as soon as you end this episode, go get your notebook, go get your whiteboard, start writing out some goals, start brain dumping and just figuring out what you hope to achieve in this next year. Absolutely. Go write it down. We're That's another hashtag. Hashtag write it down. <laughs> hashtag write it down. Hashtag level up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With that, everyone, I hope you all have an amazing week and a happy new year. And we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.